0: The Jen, Gabe, and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the Peach Vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today.
1: Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is
0: Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. They're called flight attendants. Flight attendants They're not yeah. called stewardesses. Or stewards. When did that change? I uh, like The 90s. <laughs> yeah.
2: When you were on flights all the time? Okay. You want something to read? No.
0: Oh, are you going to take a nap? Or? No you just going to sit there, staring at the back of the seat?
2: This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
1: You're
0: a passenger. That's who yeah, you you're are. Yeah, you're a passenger.
2: <laughs> you're just along for the ride. We're not sure what you're going to do you're on the flight. You're one of those flight. frequent flyers, then Get me a know? Chardonnay, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want on a flight is a Chardonnay.
3: Yeah, I only drink wine.
0: That's it. I can't take this. <laughs> Nothing has changed. We've been back together two hours. We're having the same problems. We had 12 hours ago. go. Oh, tell me
3: about it. I don't know why I ever took you back.
0: Oh, please. I took you back. You know it. I know it. Vegetable lasagna here knows it.
1: This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Lattice. Her mouth. She wants to ride it. she's trying to hide it I'm cool as ever, she's too excited Her man look like he wanna fight He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth Since
0: the very beginning of this drama, this off-season saga This, uh, what would you call it? Soap opera, Ashy, that we like to call
1: Like sands through the hourglass So are the green bays of our lives
0: Since the very beginning of This offseason, I have been firmly in the camp of Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Aaron Rodgers will be a member of the Green Bay Packers in 2023. There's all of this stuff and drama and conflict to resolve. But in the end, it'll be the path of least resistance. And in the end, they will figure out that they are better together than they are apart. Mark tomorrow it is becoming increasingly difficult to stand on that it side is. of the ledger confidently. Can
3: I just ask a simple question? Because I feel we need to go off to the rail, off the rails, right away. Uh-oh. How can you play that Green Bay's of our lives, and I can't call my ring a Super Bowl ring because it's not the same. Yes, it is. It's not the same. That is the it's days of a, our life. It's not a paid song. endorsement. What?
2: That's the difference. It's not a. Is paid that en- show
0: still on the air?
2: It's it's not, we're not, I don't know, I don't think I need to explain this to you.
0: He's right. It's a paid endorsement. When you're talking about the place that you're talking about, it's a paid endorsement. They are paying you to talk about their place. They can't mention the ring in the endorsement.
2: Which has a bunch of trademarks around it, much like during March Madness. Superb Owl. Yep, Superb Owl. during March Madness, there are about 70 words we can't use in certain things,
3: so that's why. Okay, you still didn't answer my question. But back to what you said, Jen. Yes, it's Becoming increasingly
0: difficult to stand on the side of Aaron Rodgers will be a member of the Green Bay Packers. Yes,
3: especially with all the reports out there. But I pivoted, and you didn't join in when Goody spoke at the combine. I was with you as far as him coming back. Now, I mean, if these reports are true, then it certainly smells like something's afoot
0: smells like sayonara yes so let's begin with the reports because there are many 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 and that is where it becomes increasingly difficult to stand on this side of the ledger confidently and yet here i am alone with my flag on this side saying that aaron Rodgers will still be a member of the green bay packers and the reason of course is because fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me I'm not stepping in the ring, the rope ring that's going to lift me up to the Uh tree. I'm not stepping in the bear trap. I'm not doing it. Let's hear from Rich Eisen. Let's hear from him first. got a lot to get to. Let's hear from Rich Eisen. Because he said he was at the Combine. He talked to a lot of people. The very first thing he said, by the way, Chu, was that people be talking. Everybody be talking. Mm -hmm. Talking, 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 talking at the Combine, okay? People do
2: be talking. It's true.
0: People be talking. Women be shopping. So people be talking at the Combine. And... A lot of the people he spoke to had this message.
4: Number two on the list of rumors I heard at the combine, the Packers sure hope Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come back. <laughs> they sure hope <laughs> Just like praying. that when he comes up with his decision, it is, I wish to retire or I wish to be traded elsewhere. Wow. They do not want his response to be, let's run it back. When I say I heard that over and over and over again, it's just like, you have no idea what's going on there. And, you wow. know, you have, you know, and all of that. I do, once again, have, I cannot sit here and say I have facts from ground zero in Wisconsin and clearly You know, Rogers has told you through his many appearances, certainly on McAfee's show, that nobody, like a very, very small subset of people, know what he's thinking. I'm saying hot rumor at the Combine is the Packers want an answer from Rogers to be no more. Because they also, I don't think, want to be the ones to end the relationship. Right. See, I don't
3: totally agree. I think the Packers would want them back if... He would conform to the stipulations they had in place as far as him playing Fall next in year. line. Five guys gone. Um You got to uh, attend the off-season workout program.
0: No more throwing coaches under the bus at the that, podium. Though. No more throwing people under the bus for personnel decisions. Just play QB. Um,
3: Play quarterback, let us run the team, you do your thing on the field, we'll do ours. I think if he agreed to that, they would want him back, but I think uh, at his age, going to be 40, that's a tough thing for him to do, and that's why he is looking elsewhere.
0: And according to Trey Wingo, formerly of ESPN, Trey is off on his own doing podcast work but still very plugged into the NFL. Trey Wingo tweeted late last night, per sources, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had conversations today, meaning Monday. While nothing is imminent, Rodgers is open to the idea of going to New York, per sources from Trey Wingo. And look, if you're like me and you want to stick your head in the sand and think that it's still going to be a Green Bay thing, fine. But we have talked about hit rate before when it comes to these uh, insiders, right? We've talked about hit rate. How often do they have to be on to something or correct in order for you to buy it? There's just a too much smoke at this point, shoe. Right? There's yeah. too much smoke to be able to sit here and say everything's hunky dory in Green Bay. They're going to make it work. They're going to make a, They're going to figure a way out of this. Here's the only thing I will say about what Rich Eisen said: They don't want to be the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about that for weeks. We've been saying that the Green Bay Packers don't want to be the bad guy, and that Rogers doesn't want to be the bad guy. But don't they already wear that crown? Because everybody knows they don't want him back. I thought you were trying to protect the perception of your franchise, of your front office. But if everybody knows, it's the worst kept secret in the NFL. You are the bad so, guy, which again is fine. You have to be okay being the bad guy when you are a NFL franchise. When you are the GM of an NFL franchise, you have to be okay making tough decisions yes. that are going to piss people off.
3: So was this the decision really not his when he went into the darkness? You know?
1: I
0: Don't just, you think because it's like because what Jason to said? To me, it's
3: like, where's the decision? And I, I, I just, I'm trying to put the pieces together on how this went down. If he did, in fact, if he talked to the Jets, then he must be very interested in leaving.
0: Well, I'm guessing that he got permission from the Packers. Yeah, he right? had to have because otherwise, this is blatant tampering. But if he had permission from the team that owns his rights, then it's not tampering, which again would back up. Reports and rumors that the Packers hope he goes to another team,
3: but he have if he if the meeting at the end of the season was and they laid it out for him this 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 you have to do this this and the decision really wasn't his what the hell did he go into darkness for well, well according
2: you to see him what though, I'm saying yeah but according to him he said he was going to do that regardless so that I'm not sure if that necessarily matters my bigger thing is like if the if the report is accurate which is that they are hoping. Like, everyone has heard the phrase, hope is not a strategy. Whether or not you subscribe to that or not, it's not the point. The point is, like, the Packers are hoping to do it. Just make a make the
3: decision for him then. Why why can't they make the decision for him? Is it because they don't want to be the bad guy? Do you think we're past the bad guy thing? I think at this we are. Point? That's you what think I'm we're saying. I've been trying guy.
0: to say that. Like, I understand, like, you're concerned when you oversee a fan base and you oversee a franchise. I understand being concerned about how it looks, but I also think that if you are strong in your conviction and you believe wholeheartedly in the position you have taken, then you got to you got to stand there in front of the podium or behind the podium in front of the mic and take the slings and arrows. You got to be willing to do so if you think you're right, which I think Goody thinks he's right. Yeah. So the whole bad guy thing, look, I got kids, right? I don't want to be the bad guy, but sometimes you got to take yeah, a yeah. hard stand. And yes, we'll play good cop, bad cop sometimes, but there are other times I'm like bleep this. You know, we gotta get a message out there. We gotta, you know, yeah. make we gotta get these kids to fall in line. And I think Goody reached that point. Well, Leap this, we gotta get the dude to fall in line. He, and if we won't fall in line, then you know, go
3: ahead. Leave. Exactly. So
2: here's my question. New York.
3: But but go back to the car thing because they said they liked car. The, the jets, jets. jets did? Yeah. The Jets did. And all of a sudden car goes to the Saints. So, the Jets must have known they were in a pretty good place with Rodgers in order to let Carr go to the Saints. Well. Because if if Rodgers comes back, the Jets are going to be the ones without the chair.
0: Well, they've still got, I mean, there's so many quarterbacks out there. I still think, too, as far as the circle goes, they could go after Lamar. They could go after Jimmy G. They could go after Baker Mayfield. They could go after Ryan Tannehill. That's not going to get them
3: to where they want to go. Well,
0: well, well, unless you subscribe Uh, to the belief that the roster is good enough to have just a game manager in New York, which, again, I don't follow the New York team as closely as I follow the Green Bay Packers squad. So I don't know if a Ryan Tannehill gets New York to the playoffs. I also think that being in the AFC means you've got to go through murderer's row of other quarterbacks. In Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But let's hear from Mike Greenberg, who is, as everybody knows, a diehard Jets fan. (laughs) LOL. Nobody ever seems to give him a hard time about his fandom and his ability to, I don't know, talk about all of the teams and all of the sports all of the time. But I digress. Mike Greenberg said this about how the Derek Carr situation and the Aaron Rodgers situation fit together.
5: And I'm going to say that the fact that Derek Carr... Let it be known that his first choice was the Jets, and then today pivoted and has signed, or is signing with the Saints, suggests that something changed for him. He found out something was different. And the most logical something for that to be is that the Jets were no longer going to be the place he could go, or at least that the Jets were given some signal that they'd be best served waiting it out for Aaron Rodgers. I am making that conclusion. That is my deduction from all of this, and it all adds up to the possibility of Rodgers to the Jets increasing, improving, becoming more and more of a reality.
3: I'm with him. With that being said, Jen, you're still... Standing pat who he's coming back because it just doesn't make sense. As Be- I've
0: said, it's becoming increasingly difficult to do so. Now, I will stand here until somebody tells me that Aaron Rodgers is not in a Green Bay Packers uniform. I will stand here. But it is becoming increasingly difficult to do so confidently. It's Does more of this like
3: have anything to do with a hundred dollar bet that you
0: put <laughs> down possibly. I did Legendary. bet one hundred dollars that Aaron Rodgers would be a member of the Green Bay Packers. Now I do, I get it. Well I
2: do have a question and I kinda of wanna put this on the poll, so I'm gonna read this exactly how I have it typed down. I haven't hit send yet, but I are the Packers afraid of being the bad guy here? Like are they based on the eyes and stuff where they hope this happens, but they don't want to actually do it because they kind of can't the, the wishy-washiness from Goody, are, are they afraid of being the no. bad guy to end the no, era? No,
0: I don't think so anymore. I think that that was an element early on in this thing. It was a, it was a, a way that they were addressing it or they were attacking it at the beginning, right? But this is like phases of an attack, and I think they're in phase three right now. So at the beginning, they were willing to be like, no, no, take your time, do what you want. We want you back, Goody said at the Combine. And I know everybody glossed over it, but it was our position hasn't changed on Aaron Rodgers, right? Everybody conveniently kind of jumped over that, skipped over that, because it wasn't as, woo as the other stuff that he said.
2: Do you, do you but I think
0: they're in phase three of the okay. operation now, Chew. I think they're in phase three, which is we're not afraid of being the bad guy, because Ashton, to answer your question, if they were, they don't let this stuff get out. They don't let the Rich Eisen's and the... People be talking. They don't let the people be talking talk about them wanting him gone.
3: You, you think they learned from the Brett thing, though, where it was like, who, no one wants to be the bad guy. And then they shared the bad guy, which they're going to do in this instance. And they're like, it goes away. It goes away. Who cares? The organization's got to be the most important thing in what they do for the organization. And this, I believe, is is the right thing. If he's not willing to go all the way in deep end, then this is the right thing to do.
0: 800 Your reaction to the reports yesterday. The one from Rich Eisen saying that he heard from a lot of people at the Combine that the Packers hope Aaron Rodgers wants to move on to another team or retire. The Trey Wingo report from last night saying that he has sources who have said, and I quote, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had conversations on Monday. While nothing is imminent, Rodgers is open to the idea of going to New York. Where are you at right now, Green Bay Packers fans? Are you like me, where it's becoming increasingly difficult to stand on the side of him coming back? Or are you going to take this all the way down to the wire? Rodgers will be a Packer. Until someone tells me otherwise. Jason Wildy coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
1: Ready? down. Oh. Hutt, 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 hutt. All
6: Packers, all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, "Who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized?" Aaron Jones is still the top of the list. I don't care what you know. Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time.
0: All men specifically, Guess or that. all nuts.
6: Well, these nuts, those
1: nuts, whatever nuts. <laughs> work. It's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive with 16 different new. Car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you.
0: And just like that, Jason Wildey, there are reports. Seems to be a lot more churning up over the last 24 hours, Jason, than we've had in the last week or so. How are you doing today?
6: I'm great. You guys, mind if I walk the dogs while we talk? No. I'm, I'm running a little bit late this morning. No, that's so. great. Let's uh, go potty, guys. Come on, let's go potty. I am. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm the queen of multitasking. <laughs> I'm all about efficiency. So if you can get two things done at once, that is a win. Um, yeah, so two Jason, dogs. That
6: makes three things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Trey Wingo.
0: Trey Wingo overnight. Last yep. Last night when I saw that. Really? Yeah. So you did not get much sleep because I saw that when I woke up this morning. That was at like midnight.
6: Yeah, it was a ballet night, so we made the uh, back and forth drive, and then I drink too much caffeine to stay awake because I have such precious cargo of Maddie and the dogs that I uh, then I struggle to kind of calm down once I get home. So yeah, it was about about twelve fifteen when I fell asleep last night. So yeah, yeah, that was that was something. You know what that means, you guys? You know what that means? It means it the Packers gave him permission. If, if true, gave him permission. To seek other opportunities. Thank you for your service. Right. We wish Aaron and, I guess they wouldn't say we wish Aaron and his family the best because well, they would just say we wish Aaron the best. So we'll see. I, not. Um, so,
3: so Jason, you I, know him. How does he process that? If a team tells you a franchise quarterback that you can go look for a trade, how does he take that?
6: Yeah. I. I. I mean, look. I there are times when I think he, I don't, I don't want to say full intelligence because that's not right. But I, I there are certain things that he portrays as showing how smart he is that I would personally disagree with. Um, but he's a really smart guy. I mean, I, you know, I've known the guy for almost 20 years now and he's extremely perceptive and intelligent and all those things. So I, I, I mean, I think, I don't think he um, is taken by surprise by any of this. I don't think he, um, I don't think he didn't see this possibility coming obviously. And and look again, I I personally think he has had some serious missteps in the way he's handled things. Like I thought that uh, Pebble Beach thing was a terrible look for him. I mean, he had to go on McAfee a few days later and acknowledge that he's still under contract with the Packers and he's not a free agent. He behaved like a free agent. Mm -hmm. He soaked in all the adulation of fan bases uh, begging him to come to their team, right? And I thought, God, this is, I don't like the way this looks for you, man. But again, you know, there are certain things that we all do things that our friends or people that care about us say, eh. not sure I would have done that if I was you, but he, he knew this was a possibility. Now, the part that I, I still would like to know, and, you know, I, I'm not sure if Goody was going to acknowledge much of anything in Indianapolis, but I would have really liked to have discussed with him what parameters there would be, what expectations there would be, uh, under what circumstances, would it be the right fit for him to stay, right? Because that was the quote that Goody said, I think, to Tim Van Voren when he was asked about Rodgers. Do you want Rodgers to be your quarterback next season? Um, I I would like to know what that was, or if there just wasn't one, and that was the polite way of saying there wasn't one. I don't know the answer to that. I would like to ask that. And now I don't know if he's going to, you know, if he ends up with the Jets. I don't know if he'll ever get the chance to ask that. But to me, I I still believe this, and I am, uh, you can mark the tape, Ashton. uh, But I personally would rather have Aaron Rodgers under the parameters of we need better leadership from you, you need to adjust to having all these young guys around you. We need you at the off-season program, not because you need to run these plays for the 5 millionth time. We need it because they need it. Uh, These are important things to us. We still think you give us the best chance to win, and we want you to finish your career as a Packer, but we can't have what we had last year. And I thought, you know, uh, there was a piece by Mike Silver on Valley Sports. Uh, I don't know if they're still around, but that was where it was at. And he... He basically said that, you know, they felt he had low effort leadership, and it really rubbed the team the wrong way that he didn't come to the off-season program. Now that that we all knew that, we all agree with it. Frankly, um, even Taush came around to that. That that was wrong of him not to come. So I still think that that is the best way forward, in my opinion. And you you can you can give Jordan Love the. The $20 million uh, 50-year option, because if Rodgers came back in 23 and played great, uh, then you'd have another mess on your hands for next offseason, and maybe you're just sick of it. But the, the thing that I keep thinking about, and then I'll stop the soliloquy as uh, the dogs pee, is this. The Aaron Rodgers transition worked out really well. Yes, they went 6-10 and 10 in 2008. But Brett Favre did not win a Super Bowl with the Vikings, and the Packers did in 2010. But we were teetering on the brink, and I think Rodgers was going to be a great player regardless. But we teetered on the brink of that working out as possibly as badly as it could have, right? Mm -hmm. Because Favre is a dumb interception away from a Super Bowl berth with a team that still hasn't won a Super Bowl, and he would have been the greatest Viking ever, surpassing Ragnar uh, and Fran Tarkenton by leading them to a title. And then let's not forget, yeah, Aaron Rodgers led them to a Super Bowl title the next year. They needed to win their last two games just to get in as the sixth seed. Like a couple of things don't go their way, like Deshaun Jackson, and they don't even get in the playoffs that year. And my point is, is that I think the odds of everything falling their way are really small. I think Jordan Love, if I had to pick, is he more likely to be Aaron Rodgers or Mitch Trubisky? I think you know my answer to that. And I do think that there are a lot of Packers fans that are sick of Rodgers crap, and I totally understand it. There are things about him I'm sick of too. But not to be the old guy, but I lived through the 70s and 80s in this state growing up on the south side of Milwaukee. And I know how fortunate I am. To have covered the Packers from 1996 through 2023 instead of covering them from 1976 to 2003, and how many losing seasons and crappy teams I would have covered. I, I, I hope it's not the case, but if they're moving on from him, um, there is the possibility. Not everything works out great for every team when they make a major change. There is the possibility that this goes sideways and we're going to experience a downturn just by the law of averages, that is not going to be fun. And it is going to test all those folks that claim, oh, if you gave me one Super Bowl title every 10 years, I would suffer through nine losing seasons.
0: All right, Jason, I got a lot of stuff I want to get to you with. I got a, lot of fe- I got a couple more Sorry. things I want to get to you with. Okay, you mentioned the Mike right. Silver article. I'm glad that you did. I pulled that yesterday, sent it to the guys. I wanted everybody to take a look at it because in that article, he brought up something that I don't think has been discussed enough. If Rodgers decides to retire before March 17th, when the window opens for his fully guaranteed 58.3 million option bonus to be exercised, and then unretired before the start of the regular season, the cap-strapped Packers would have a problem. They'd either have to pay him the bonus or owe him that same amount in base salary for 2023, and they would have to be compliant yep. by the end of the day. If not, the Packers would likely have to trade Rodgers under duress, likely to the team of his choice or cut him. Rodgers. New team could then spread out the cap hit over four seasons by exercising the option bonus. Uh, I guess I was surprised to realize that there was this like blue pill, if you will, in the, in the whole situation. Fire How did they arrow? let this happen?
6: But, is that a blue pill or Viagra? Well, well, you know, on so, the Matrix, know, blue am? pill,
0: a <laughs> red pill, else. or right? Like, isn't there? Isn't it I a believe, blue pill and a red I pill? I thought
6: it was green and well.
2: Either way, is it, if it's a blue pill, you keep fighting, buddy. Is it poison? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the point is. It is a I poison didn't. Re- pill. Yes, yeah. thank you. I yeah. didn't realize that there was this poison pill in here, where if he yeah. retires, yeah. then he could unretire, and he could he could unretire at four fifty eight p.m. and then be like, "Good luck getting cap compliant by end of business."
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I look. Uh, I saw Mike Florio advance that theory too. That would be hardball. I mean, that would be big time. <laughs> getting good. Uh, <laughs> F, you, F you very much. Ooh. Uh that's for sure. Now, I would also say this, um, doing that, I mean, it, they would have to cut him, I would think, right? If under those uh, incredibly straining uh, mm-hmm. scenarios, they would have to cut him, and maybe that's what he wants. But he's, if he unretires the week of the opener, because that's when that window closes, uh, if he unretires somewhere close to that time... Um, I don't know. Do you, I guess he's still Aaron Rodgers. Is there a but team? That would, now yeah. come, parachuting in right. without any time right. with your team at all? That would be the downside. Right.
0: The te- so we've talked about that before, with, where teams would have a deadline with which a person would have to be in, especially at the quarterback position. They'd have to be in there, in the walls of the franchise, basically like soaking up all the knowledge and getting to know the players and all of that stuff. I just don't know what that is, and I'm guessing it varies from franchise to franchise. Well,
6: Right, but look, the guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, If you have a chance to get him, and he actually forces his way to get cut, and again, I have no idea if this would actually, if he's willing to go to the mattresses to this level, but if it came to that, uh, I would just say this. Somebody's still going to want him. He's going to be better Mm. than a bunch of their other quarterback options, and if he has to learn their offense on the fly in a week to be ready for the opener, uh, he will do that. So uh, I don't think it's that much of a drawback.
3: Jason, is the David Carr signing a huge tell? Derek. It would be huge if it was David, yeah. Yeah. Derek Carr. Does that tell us a (laughs) lot? That, that, because it sounds both of them. Because it sounded like he wanted to go to the Jets. The Jets loved him. And all of a sudden, he's with the Saints.
6: Austin Carr. uh, Yeah, look, I I would say this. That's going to be my next one. But I figured I'd already used up enough time in my very long soliloquy. Um, I would say this. I thought the Saints were the team that he was going to end up with all along, right? That was the team that had him in for a visit and wanted to trade for him. Uh, my understanding, reading some of my Jets colleagues, is that the Jets weren't willing to make any offers contractually and get that process started because they wanted to know about Rodgers. And if I'm Derek Carr or David Carr, uh, his brother, because I'd be protective of my brother, um, I'd be like, forget you guys. Like, if I'm your backup plan for the prom Then I'm going to go to somebody who wants to go with me. I'm not going to wait to see if the pretty girl that just got back from her darkness retreat wants to come aboard. I'm going to go to the team that says I'm their guy. And that's exactly what he did.
0: Last thing for you, Jason, let's say Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the New York jets this fall. And Jordan love is Mm -hmm. the quarterback of the green Bay Packers this fall, which team makes a deeper playoff run this year.
6: Uh, the Jets.
0: Really? You're they not worried. have been
6: to the playoffs since 2010. But, but, but uh, yeah, you're not worried about
0: all of those other AFC squads. I just feel like it's a tougher it's a tougher road to hoe it's in a, the it's AFC. It's definitely a tougher
6: road. No, I definitely agree. I don't. I, I think if Jordan loves the quarterback, I don't think they make the playoffs. I'm not saying that they won't make the playoffs in 2024. Um, but I, 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 look, again, I want to be very clear about what I think about Jordan. He he was horrible horrible his first training camp when I first laid eyes on him. Sitting in Lambeau Field uh, all by myself with a mask on uh, watching practice. uh, He was terrible. And in 2021 he was better in camp, but still he had a couple of good days, but mostly not very good. Last summer he was much improved. In the preseason he showed some of the things that we all like about him and thought that he might possess He looked really good in 10 snaps against Philadelphia. Playing quarterback in the NFL is really freaking hard. And as much as we can all bally who, how much he's improved, uh, again, I am sure you're a Bears fan. I am sure there were plenty of Bears fans who thought, God, Mitch Trubisky, did you see what he did in that game? God, he was great. There's going to be those moments for Jordan. Mm -hmm. And maybe down the road, there'll be more and more and more of them. But in his first year as the starter, Aaron Rodgers is a first-ballot Hall of Famer, and they went 6-10. and 10. He threw more interceptions that year than any other year in his career. I mean, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be problems. And no, I don't think that they're a playoff team. And I think it'll also be interesting, if this is the road they're going to go, are they going to keep all these other guys? Did you notice that they haven't finished this restructure of David Bakhtiari that we were all expecting? Hmm. I mean, uh, that was reported like two weeks ago. I haven't seen anything about that. David's too busy tweeting at Jimmy Kimmel. So I don't know, but if, if you make me pick one of those two teams, I'm picking the Jets.
0: Jason, we appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. So glad you were able to get your chores done while you were talking to us.
6: Got the garbage out. It was very crunchy walking on this uh, frozen snow. But the dogs both went potty. So it's a win for everybody. Win, win, win. Sorry I
0: talked so long. Talk to you later, Jason. You can hear Jason Wilde on Wilde & Tausch right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy right here on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. I have a feeling I know what they'll be discussing today. Have you guys been to St. Kate the Arts Hotel yet? If you're looking for the perfect place to host a private party to celebrate a birthday or even that big promotion, you should bring your group to The Dark Room. It's a secret dining area located inside St. Kate. And let me tell you, this place is cool. It is lux. its luxe it has got rich curtains and and soft seats. It's just one of those nice spots where you bring your friends and they will be impressed with the lengths you went to have a nice evening out, changing it up a little bit, giving them a unique experience. And get this, when you book an event at The Darkroom, guys, you also get the chance to work directly with St. Kate's dining team to create a custom menu for your celebration. Learn more about hosting your next event at The Darkroom. You can visit stkatearts.com, stkatearts.com for more information or to make reservations.
3: This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. He sounds like the Beatles. What? what Anyone? <sighs> this is a new one on me. I, even to I his don't interview, know. the way he talks. He sounds like Paul McCartney. Ringo farted and it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. On 94.5 ESPN.
0: thing that makes me feel better about all of the drama circulating the Green Bay Packers and it is Tuesday Day here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
3: I kind of like these puzzles though. What the hell are you talking about? This whole thing has been a puzzle because we get no information. We get snippets. <laughs> I like- honest, Jen, I don't think he's good at puzzles.
0: <laughs> he's like a Nicolas Cage and National Treasure over here. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Didn't think imagine- this was a puzzle? Yeah. A little bit. I think we're you would like Kinda. Outer Banks then. You should watch Outer Banks. Now it's a bunch of teenage kids running around, running around chasing gold, but he, he'd like the puzzle.
2: You guys don't like puzzles? I think Chewie might be the person I would least want to do a puzzle with. Why? I would imagine you get distracted easily and oh, there's, frustrated. There's, there's
3: pieces getting jammed in whether they belong or not. Well, that's, that sounds, that's an issue. That sounds fun. You moving our way at all or after you hit listen to Jason? Again,
0: I am going to stand firm in he will be a Green Bay Packer until he is not a Green Bay Packer. And again, this is self-preservation shoe. This is me not willing to stick my neck out and say he's going to the Jets because we thought he was going somewhere last year. We thought he was going somewhere the year before. Like we've done this dance. So I am perfectly fine standing here on the Green Bay Packer's Roger's relationship side until somebody tells me that they have broken up.
3: I just do not see him taking this well. Now, I don't think he's going to go to the vindictive part of calling up Matt Campbell and saying, hey, when they're in trips, they're probably going to run.
0: Sure. Which is what Brett did. Which is
3: what Brett did. Matt Dillon. But I'm blown away by this poison pill. Blown away. The fact that it's even in there. And you know Rodgers put it in there, and I don't know if Russ Ball was like, oh, whatever, because he was coming off of two MVPs, and to me it sounds like he was driving the bus when it came to developing this contract. But that is borderline nuts. Well, this is
0: like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you feel like things are really, really good. And so you finally reveal something that maybe isn't that flattering about you. But you guys are, you know, you're tight, you're good, you're going to be together forever. And then you break up. And then that person vindictively tells everybody the thing that you told them in confidence that doesn't make you look all that great, right? Like you were like, yeah. God, I wish I hadn't given them that ammunition. <laughs> ah! And what we're talking about is... Uh, Something that Mike Silver referred to in his most recent piece for Bally Sports, where he says that if Rodgers decides to retire before March 17th, when the window opens for his fully guaranteed 58.3 million option bonus to be exercised and then unretired before the start of the regular season, the cap strapped pack would have a problem. They would either have to pay him the bonus or owe that same amount in base salary for 2023. And if not, they'd have to be cap compliant, rather, by the end of that day. And if not, the Packers would have to trade Rodgers, likely under duress, to the team of his choice, or they would have to cut him. Rodgers' new team could then spread out the cap hit over four seasons by exercising the option bonus. And yes, as Jason indicated, that would be a very manipulative and petty, it would appear, I think, on this right now, way of doing business. But again, who's to say that the relationship wouldn't be that far gone, that dissolved, by that time. Jeff in Minneapolis. Jeff in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Jen, can you read? He's on the line with us. Good morning, Jeff.
5: Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. So thank you very much. First of all, your show is fabulous. You guys cover a lot of different topics. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you. So all to all you. So to me, This is obviously a test of the Packers' leadership, and what I mean is Goody and LaFleur. It is no question you got to move on from Aaron Rodgers. If you look at two big things when you want from your quarterback in terms of leadership and big game performance, he just has not been there for the last three years. I don't really care about the MVPs. He hasn't come up big in big games. And in terms of leadership – The two things you want from a leader is humility and accountability. And he has failed over and over in those two areas. When does he ever get up other than saying, I could play a tick better? When does he ever get up and say, I needed to be the difference in this game, and I wasn't? He doesn't do it. And I totally understand why they're tired of him and they want to move on. The other thing I would say is, if they do trade him, The one person I'm really going to feel bad for is Jason because I think Jason wants them to keep him because he likes to cover him, but I'm going to feel bad for Jason. And I love Jason. I think he does a great job, but I think it's going to be hard on Jason if they trade him. But I think it's time to move on. Jen, the point you make about his leadership is completely spot on. He likes to pontificate about it and talk about it, but you don't see him making the changes that are necessary in his behavior. So, I think I will be very disappointed with the Packers' leadership if they don't move on from them.
0: Jeff, we appreciate the call. Thank you very much this morning. So, you know, you talk about other teams that would be interested, and right now it appears as the Jets are the number one with a bullet squad. Maybe there's another one out there, the Raiders. There's conflicting reports about whether or not they would still be in the mix for Rodgers. One report saying, "Eh, too rich for my blood, essentially. Uh, You've heard about some other teams who might be behind the scenes trying to put some packages together to see if they – could be in the running for Aaron Rodgers. But Lewis Riddick was on NFL Live yesterday, and he still says there is a huge, huge caveat for any team who wants to be involved in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes.
3: If you trade for Aaron Rodgers, the number one thing you better know before you do that, given what the expectations are going to be, because you're not going to be able to manage, manage them in this situation if you trade for them, because the expectation is going to be Super Bowl. Uh, Look, he's he's maybe going to, he's year to year at this point. So what are you bringing him in for? You're bringing him in to make a run at the Super Bowl in the already loaded AFC. So the number one thing you better know is this. When is he showing up? When we have him under contract, when's he showing up? Yeah. Because if he says the stuff he's been saying in the past, which is, I don't need the offseason. I can get up to speed at any time. And everyone else keeps saying he's the greatest of all time. He's the most talented of all time. He can show up in the offseason. Well, yeah, that's great for him. But what about Garrett Wilson? What about Elijah Moore? Mm -hmm. What about Brees Hall? What about all those guys who need his positive impact on the football team?
0: Fair criticism, Chu?
3: Yeah, but he has to show up. I mean, it's a new system. It's all new players. I mean, Hackett is there and in play, so they're probably going to run a version of what he ran here in Green Bay. But he he, he has to show up, you know? And I think he would. I mean, New York, he's a glitz and glitter, flashy, you know, California East. I just don't think, I don't know. Do you think there's a coming back now? I mean, once someone says, hey, you you can go look for work somewhere else.
0: Unless you think that the grass isn't greener. Remember, Rogers had that line when he was on McAfee where he was like, the grass is greener where you water it. Maybe they want him to prove that. Hey, go to the Jets. Go see what they got. Go see how it is. Go tell us. Maybe it's great. Maybe you'll love it. Or maybe you'll realize that it actually isn't that bad here. Things are actually pretty damn good here, Rogers. And if you just fall in line, and again, I said this yesterday on the show, it's an ego check. I know Jason wants to talk about how intelligent Rogers is. There's a difference between logical intelligence and emotional intelligence. And I think he struggles in the emotional intelligence arena.
3: I, just, I think that I, could I, be I don't part think of it. he's capable. Go see. I, yeah, go I don't see think he's it- capable. I think he looks at it more as like, "What? What? You want to get rid of me? Me? First ballot hall of famer, best guy I'd ever. You want to go Okay. That's why I'm wondering how vindictive he is going to get over this. I mean, I don't think he's going to try to maneuver his way to to Minnesota or Detroit, but <sighs>
0: It's but again, again, it reminds me of the kid who wants to run away from home. It's the kid who can't get along with his parents and wants to run away from home, and he's like, "I'm going to stay at Grandma's house," and they're like, "Go ahead." Yeah, she's got Werther's originals from seven years ago sitting in a little glass (laughs) dish, awesome. And she has English tea in the cabinet, and that's about it. Massive
3: (laughs) bo. Cheese, have fun.
0: Cottage cheese in the refrigerator, <laughs> but have fun. And then the kid comes running back home going, oh God, it's actually not that bad here. We got to take a break. We roll on right after this. Consider Professional Construction Inc. in Waukesha for all of your construction needs. Whether it's a commercial project like a multifamily or an office, or maybe you're like us. You're looking for help on a remodel of your current home, which is what we are doing. Get in that basement all finished, all put together. They're going to come over this week and start that project for us, and we cannot be more excited to have Mike and Michelle and the PCI team working for us, and they can do the same for you. You just got to go to their website. If you go to professionalconstructioninc.com, you can see some of the projects that PCI has done. You can see what would work for you, get some inspiration for something you may have been thinking of, and have a conversation with the friendly people at PCI who can tell you what is plausible, what they can do within your budget, and make it all as easy as possible. Don't wait! Check out ProfessionalConstructionInc.com, ProfessionalConstructionInc.com, and tell them Jen from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy sent you.
1: You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And guess who didn't hit the hole? Zeke Elliott. Ashton. Well, I mean, yes. You yeah, right all back, right back there? That's so true. <laughs> there's was a direct shot. She took out the sniper rifle and just... There's not a,
2: no, mm. she, she mm. got right up to me, took out a Glock, and just shot.
3: <laughs> yeah, right in the balls.
1: <laughs> On 94.5 ESPN.
0: About chemistry and how important it is to team success. Gabe not here this weekend, doing a little golfing in Las Vegas. What does Chewy do first thing this morning? <laughs> Poking the bear.
3: Take a shot.
0: Take a shot. Poking the bear. Getting at getting after Gabe, who apparently did not have his best day on the golf course yesterday in this competition he's doing. Ashley, what is uh what's Gabe out there doing? Wisconsin Golf.
2: The uh, Wisconsin PGA, they have an event in Las Vegas. It's a pro am kind of invitational so he's out there with our pals from uh from X Golf.
0: And Chewy, you found out that he didn't shoot a really great score yesterday. So you what
3: Well, I got questions.
0: Not going to get it done. I you got, wrote him.
3: <laughs> I got questions. Is he a choker? I mean, I mean, he puts in all this time, he comes out first round, doesn't play well. That's kind of the thing every year. But then he's going to tell us on the last day, hey, I went low. Yeah, you were 907 shots out of it. It's pretty easy <laughs> to go low, but when the no lights
0: pr- are on. No pressure. huh?" <laughs> ashy? And then ashy. So so Gabe responded to your uh, shots fired. Uh, tough start, he said, but today will be better, which I like the optimism, right? That's what you got to do. Positivity. Go into today. Yeah, better Not be better. letting, right? This whole idea of uh, next shot, next shot mentality. Uh, and then Ashton wrote, effing better be. It better be better. <laughs> you know
2: what, though? I mean, come on, an 84 to talks our guy. a big game from behind the glass
0: back there, I would have said it
2: to Gabe if Gabe... he was on with us.
3: this summer is going to be playing a lot of golf with our sponsors and thing. I, I'm thinking, and I haven't played golf in a long year. Oh, boy, here we go. I'm I listening. know where this is going. Yep, me too. <laughs> I think if I took Gabe on, he gave me some str- He would fold up like a lawn chair. What? He no. can't handle pressure. Okay, He's, so
1: now
4: I, everyone I, I'm
2: listening, right now, we are going to do this. Now, I'm putting a decree. We are going to have a Chewy versus Gabe. I, so I let can it beat be him. written, so let I, it be done. And we're gonna hit one button. And...
3: Tabbing it. In. I think I can beat him.
0: How many strokes? Ah. Uh...
3: Well, I haven't played in a year. Gabe said he's a four. Already backpedaling. How many strokes should I get?
0: You're looking at me? I can't do that math. I can barely do regular math. Now uh, you want I mean, me to I do golf do math? It I would say up. would you say up. four aside is fair.
2: They might just not just
0: For do straight a four up.
3: handicap against a guy who really hasn't I can't think of the last time I played eighteen holes. It might be two years. Wait.
2: Just
0: don't you, do the Rogers thing where you go out to the Lake Tahoe thing and you take a ten when you're really a four. Well, yeah, wait. If you're, if
2: you're both four handicaps, isn't it just? Straight I'm not up a against four handicap. No, he's well, saying he you? hasn't played. Yet. I have
3: no idea. I have been playing
0: two I'm just years. I, I don't even sounds, have a handicap.
2: It sounds like you're backpedaling a little bit here. You're saying I don't need strokes. No, I'm he's saying, saying not, I know that's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying you guys straight no, up get straight up, out of here. Gol-
0: Gabe golfs every day. He's got so a putting. He's got a putting thing in his house, as we saw the other week when he was doing the 14 straight four foot putts for the Bucks win streak. Chewy doesn't golf?
3: I don't golf. I will say and this. I,
0: every year at the golf outing, which I believe they just set the date for, for the Good Karma Brands golf outing here in Wisconsin, uh, every year he goes out there to like one or two tees and just absolutely destroys a ball. Just absolutely straight down. Yeah, And then that's puts why... the club back in whoever's bag he took it out of and he walks away Costanza style. And I got to say, it's pretty impressive.
3: All right. Can we all agree that it's pretty easy to get into Gabe's head? I will not agree with that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think it's easier to get into my head, but wow, yeah. that's... <laughs> okay, okay,
0: that's okay. You okay. yeah, I mean, so
2: I mean, like, <laughs> I'm saying I'm a bad judge of this. Fine, all I'm fine. I'll give you four. Four seems fine. Whatever Gabe's handicap is, I think we can give you that handicap. I will, uh, and I that.
3: think that's light.
2: I think it's light. I think it's light. too. And I think that's too bad. I, think Stop you deserve, band.
0: I deserve. I think you deserve like six, six strokes, seven strokes.
2: Yeah, eight strokes fall. Well, we're only playing 7 <laughs> holes. I ain't playing Daylight, 18 come holes. Come and me. me one go.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on. How many
2: ugh, We got to figure this out. This is happening. Maybe just be mini golf. Yeah. Uh,
0: I crush a mini golf just Oh, so I beat know. all
2: you guys it doesn't matter. What? Yeah, I'd crush.
0: Now he's confident. Yeah. <laughs> Every other aspect of his life. Not so much.
3: Can we goal. just knock everything Pretty out golf. the soccer, the golf, <laughs> all one day? The golf just do it all oh, in it'd one be day. Like
0: a like a like a field day. Yes. <laughs> Jen, Gabe, and Chewy field day. It'd be
3: like the, the the little thing they have at the end of the year with the, high, the grade school kids where they have all those competitions. Oh, it's yeah, it's a field day.
2: Field, day. field
3: day! Is that what they called? Okay.
1: <laughs> Jen, Gabe, and Chewy are back after this on 94.5 ESPN.